Comrades, welcome to the Comfort Show, episode 21. Today we're going foot busting. Um, Mr. Scan, almost said Scamlin. Mr. Scanlon has uh, made a video, had some feedback on Quant. Gonna have a look at that, gonna try and debunk some of his statements. Um, there's a new update, QRC 20 mainnet, XDC mainnet. Um, it's um, update 229. We're going to have a stab at that, and if everything goes according to plan, we're going to have a guest coming in um, to help us navigate through all the technical stuff, because that is obviously not Tim and mine, my forte. It's not our forte. Um, also, there was something else. Yes. Um, Latin America and the Caribbean, Lagchain, they have made another statement regarding their plans. Gonna have a look at that. And Quant was in the Sunday Times last week. Um, it's a paid article. So the question when marketing is kind of answered in that way. We're gonna have a look at that as well. So um, if you wanna jump straight to either of these topics, you can look down in the description. Um, you can find timestamps uh, if you're on YouTube and um, you can navigate through there. Make sure that if you have any questions or any remarks, leave them in the comments. Or if you are on podcast, do not hesitate to put your card to the side and then just send us a message in Telegram. <laughs> I thought I'd just throw it out there. We'd love to have you here. And Tim. Yeah. How's life? Yeah. Like last week? No, not really like last week. Last week was hot and sweaty. Uh, now it's rainy outside. No, it's it's fine. Uh, it's just another <laughs> week for me. What a weird comparison. No, I mean, last week I was sweating. I was not feeling well. Uh, this week I'm uh, okay, physically at least. Uh, another week. Some more mm. cool stuff coming our way. So in terms of uh, feeling about my investment, well, great. Personal life, everything is okay. Looking forward to the summer. Uh Looking forward to uh, some holidays. So that's going to be great. That's going to be lovely. And uh, hopefully uh, we will uh, see some action again, I guess. Because otherwise life is pretty boring and cool. I'm seeing a lot of stuff at the same time, right? I, I feel I'm confused. It's really <laughs> yeah. busy. Everybody's confused know. now. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no. The point I'm trying to make is I'm just really busy um, with all kinds of stuff. So then when you ask the question how I'm personally doing, I really have no clue because I'm just running, uh, doing stuff. And that's great. I enjoy it. I'm a workaholic. So uh, it's cool. Nice. How are you? I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm really good. I have currently three projects that I'm working on, including this one. Um, one uh, other project is going to become huge, um, most likely. So that's taking a lot of my time. Um, retirement uh, is now yeah, just about six months in, and I'm already busier than I was when I still was still working, which was to be expected. Um, I'm uh, not a workaholic per se, but I need to keep myself busy, entertained. And yeah, I, exactly. I need yeah. to keep challenging myself. So, that, so that's going well. Um, not enough hours in the day currently with uh, with the, with the child. Uh, I have a five month old baby. Um, my wife actually still works, 
uh, wage mm-hmm. slave in a way. Um, so she has mandatory hours to fill office hours, meaning that I'm running the household for a large part. Um, it's pretty uh, time-consuming and interesting to to keep everything going while also doing things for myself, like going to the gym and uh, walking the dog and all those things. But that's just, that will all level out eventually. Um, so yeah, everything's great. Everything is exciting. I think crypto is really exciting right now. I don't give a fuck if it's a bear market or not. I don't give a shit about all the FUD on the stable coins. Tim asked, are we going to talk about USDC? There's some new FUD going on. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I, 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 no, just, just, just no. Um, Quant is doing very well, even though the price is shit. That's simply because Bitcoin is shit. Um, and the people that own Bitcoin are manipulative cunts. So now I'm absolutely positively sure that we got demonetized. I went for that, to be honest. Um, it's uh, now it's all the manipulation and the stuff that's going on in the market. Um, I don't know. Don't feel like uh, like worrying about it too much. Uh, we have zero control over it. We're at the mercy of what is going on, uh, and obviously it's more than just manipulation with the old macro environment and all. But um, yeah, Comfy Show. By the way, our designer is uh, has hit the ground running, as they say. Um, yeah. We spoke. Uh, we spoke with him. Last week, this week, this week, uh, this yeah. week, a couple of days ago. Yeah, and we made uh, we made plans. He had uh, some really good suggestions, and um, yeah. he pre- he is he's moving faster than we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's usually yeah. the other way around, but this time our designers thinking harder, working harder than we do ourselves, <laughs> which is uh, interesting. Really yeah. cool. Yeah, he seems really really motivated, and. Yeah. Um, expect an overhaul platforms on all the platforms on all the the places where we have banners images avatars um it's going to be uh probably going to be pretty amazing yeah yeah absolutely um yeah we uh I'm just zoning out right now. I just drew a blank. That was amazing. That hasn't happened in a long time. Oh, That's nice. what happens when you haven't, but uh, I haven't used my brain this much for, <laughs> for for months in a single day with so many topics. It's pretty cool. Okay. That, um, that, that's how I have been feeling lately a lot uh, during the episodes. Uh, you, you can focus on, on stuff and I just, I hear so many things on the day, uh, but that's fine. Anyway, um, so for ourselves, everything's going great mm-hmm. with the show, with the mm-hmm. projects that we're doing, mm-hmm. and uh, expect a lot of cool stuff from us. We are uh, definitely uh, on track again. Uh, we were obviously present here all the time as podcasts, but we're also doing all these other platforms, and uh, yeah, we will. Quant updates everything. got a reboot as well. Quant updates was pretty quiet. Um, no. You're also going to see a crossover in styles between quant updates. Maybe that's a little tip of the veil. Yeah, yeah. That just, uh, already this long. <laughs> we, we have a platform on, on, on multiple... Um, no, no, we have a stage in multiple platforms. So that's what I was trying to say. Anyways, uh, 
you are not here to hear us ramble about ourselves. You're here for Q and T. Let's start with uh, Light Chain. But we 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 do need to feed our own narcissism, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking at myself all the time. I'm not even <laughs> looking at what you're just trying to share. What we have here is the Quant Network website under the use cases. It reads transforming cross-border payments in Latin America by Rebecca Hackworth. Um, article starts, Quant provides blockchain interoperability solutions to LACCHAIN, a pan-regional blockchain initiative in Latin America and the Caribbean that fosters financial inclusion, sustainability, and creates new efficiencies through digitization. Um, Most of this information you guys know, it's 12 countries. It's a consortium of Latin American and Caribbean participants, private companies, universities, and governments. Uh, Lecture's governance model respects the sovereignty of individual countries. Architecture is public permissioned, which is quite interesting. It means that, that everybody can join, but you need to perform some sort of KYC um, to use it. And that makes it all super secure, but also super accessible. Um, I believe somebody made the comparison with Apple. Anybody can buy an iPhone, um, but you need the iPhone keys to join the iPhone network thing at the iTunes store, etc. cetera. Um, so some analogy like that. And same as with Blackchain. So that's pretty interesting. Um, Blackchain started in 2021 by providing interoperability solutions. Um, and Gilbert says through our Overledger Gateway, we enable participants to connect their private, public, and permissioned blockchains to LACCHAIN networks and DLTs that were once siloed and they can now interact. This is also not news. Um, what is interesting, uh, we also address this in the Dutch Confer Show, um, the following things. Stablecoin, programmable currency that can be fiat-backed for interbank payments and reconciliation with ATM networks to create systemic efficiencies. Remittance solutions using stablecoins to instantly move money across borders. This yeah. can help itinerant, itinerant workers send money to their home countries cheaper and faster. And then you got the wholesale stablecoin and account management functionality for banks, credit unions, and other financial institutions to set up consumer or business bank accounts. Additionally, institutions can conduct anti-money laundering and know your customer checks at primary and secondary account owners. And they can also establish batch payments, account freezing and whitelisting and initiate complex payment workflows, including escrow functionality and four eyes or six eyes approvals. What I noticed when we discussed this in Dutch is that this um, coincides with the QRC20 tier system. There were four tiers, if you can remember from previous episodes. Definitely. And especially the, the the third case is to me uh, a, a mashup of the tier three and tier four um, for the QRC20. That, that's all programmable and stuff. And it is pretty interesting that this was being published on June 27th and that we now have mainnet QRC20, meaning Previously, we only had tier one and tier two, and they were, were they mainnet? I think they were mainnet, and three and four uh... were not on testnet yet, because we were waiting for testnet three and four. 
But now we got the entire thing on mainnet, meaning that this is all a reality now, which is pretty cool. And we're going to talk about that later in the show. Wait a second, indeed. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm finally making that connection between this post here and, and, and the, the news of today. Yeah. It's all aligning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, yeah. making a note for myself. You can, now you have a, a look behind the behind the scenes if you're on YouTube. Uh, election QRC twenty. Link. Trust me, you you don't want to see the behind the scenes. <laughs> you won't. Uh, all the all, all the magic is gone now. All the magic is gone. Okay, so the impact of quant works with lag chain. Um, the techno technological impact of DLTs has been profound as of June 2021. So that's a year from now. Lagchain reports that 1.6 million people have directly benefited from its services. That does not mean that 1.6 million have literally used their services, but have benefited from the service. Still, 1.6 million people in a non-crypto project. I think that's uh, that, that's pretty good. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And they continue the ability to leapfrog uh, legacy technology using DLTs has been achieved benefit. Yeah, we spoke about this. They do not have the infrastructure that we have. Uh, example, uh, I don't know, Swift, Fiber, whatever. Um, so they skipped that iteration and they just went straight from analog to DLT thanks to mobile phones. That's what it's about with leapfrogging. Um, in Northern Europe, for example, monetary transactions are largely cashless. Their consumers pay using digitized bank cards and wallets such as Apple Pay, Google Pay, and PayPal. Other regions with less access to these services can use DLTs and stablecoins that run on this technology to open new possibilities for payments. And, and with these services, they obviously mean Lackchain and what Quant provides. Moving to blockchain-based payment systems and using networks like Lackchain can be vastly cheaper and more efficient than re-engineering old payment infrastructure, says Gilbert. Um, much project progress has been made already. It's been more than a year since we started an ambitious line of work with Quant to enable a solution for tokenized money on Lackchain, says Marcos Allende Lopez, Lackchain technical leader. Quote, as a committed partner, they've brought exceptional expertise and technical proficiency to the project, which is, uh, which is amazing. Um, and then they continue... As if t connecting 12 countries is not enough, Quant and Lackchain have a larger vision to connect to other regional DLT ecosystems in America, Europe, Asia, and Africa. We're beginning to see regional trade networks already, Gilbert adds, but Quant wants to see a time when all these closed-loop systems, closed-loop ecosystems, are connected in one big global trading network Blockchain technology is still nascent as more companies, institutions, and government embrace it. Its potential can be fully released. Um, so talking about connecting continents again, Gilbert spoke about, wrote about connecting continents in, in Telegram, where he, he wrote something like, we are here to connect uh, EPSI, BSN, and blah, 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 to the world, whatever. And APSI is the European Blockchain Initiative. Um, 
and and BSN is the blockchain network of China. Yeah. Um, those names were dropped. Uh, in in Telegram, a year ago, maybe even longer. Yeah, and, I think and... I think it's old stuff, right? And and this is it, well, it is. They they have been well vocal about since the beginning, and they keep keep stating it. Yeah, I mean, it it was old, but it was always in the cards. And the same was w- with uh, MLT multi ledger tokens. He hinted at that a couple of times. Yeah, sneakily, also a long, long time ago. Um, so he, he 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 keeps doing stuff like that, and he keeps uh, well. Obviously, this is still on the drawing board, but uh, but the plans are there. And what what is also interesting is that we usually talk about DLT, uh, distributed ledger technology, um, and 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 now they are already talking about um, DLNs, distributed ledger networks. Uh, Lackchain being an example, AppC being an example, and connecting those networks amongst each other, and that is where we, where when we end up at SAT, I think, uh, to a degree, and 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 obviously uh, OVN, so the Secure Asset Transfer Protocol, formerly known as ODAP, and um, Overledger Network, obviously with remote connector gateways, uh, API gateways, are. Um, yeah, the, the way that those connections um, will be made, um, and uh, are, are we going to address that a little later on? And I'm what? not sure. What the, the 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 API gateway? Um, oh, that's what I just read before we went on the show. No, scratch that. Um, somebody from Mastercard said that APIs should be the way to go, but APIs are much broader than just quant. Yeah, sure. Um, but, I mean, we we addressed that last week and last uh, last week's episode. He had the meme with uh, API gateways, API gateways everywhere, and you see uh, Woody from Toy Story and uh, posted that on Twitter. Never mind. Last week, long time ago. In mm-hmm. Okay. Um, enough about API gateways, blockchain. We're moving to some marketing because yeah. people always complain about marketing and. Uh, Actually, uh, Quant does marketing. It's just doing it a bit different than your average uh, crypto company. Yeah. You get away. Yeah. So what you see here is distributed in the Sunday Times, published in association with Money 2020, Innovate slash Finance. And um, this is an article by, I can't see, but this one of these was by KPMG. Um, we got a Q&A here going on. Uh, let's see. And here we have a quant article. And the article's title is, Are Your Assets Fit for the Digital Age? Um, are we going to go through the entire article? I'm going to do it. It's only in English now. Oh, it's... Yeah. Last episode, I went through it and translated it into Dutch. Um, my, my brain nearly melted and so did my throat. But here we go. Are your assets fit for the digital age? The digitization of goods and assets will be a once-in-a-generation evolution in finance with transformational impacts. But first, companies must overcome challenges of interoperability. For most people who are aware of blockchain, it is viewed as the technology behind Bitcoin, just one of many digital currencies traded by consumers and increasingly 
as an asset class finding its way into fund managers' portfolios. I'm even choking in English. <laughs> Love those sentences. Or perhaps they know about NFTs, the digital pieces of art, which are commanding price tags in the millions. Though blockchain is a complex technology, the premise is simple, fusing the real and virtual world to create digital assets or tokens through a process of tokenization. And while cryptocurrencies and NFTs steal most of the headlines, innovative companies are quietly utilizing tokenization to reimagine finance as we know it. Quote, what we're seeing today is the result of the push 30 years ago into electronic finance and payments. Now we're moving into the next generation, which is digital, says Gilbert Verdian, CEO and founder of Quant, which unlocks the power of blockchain through interoperable ecosystems and real-world solutions. Quote, tokenization allows us to embed logic, controls, and programmability into how we transact between parties for the first time. The digitization of assets and money, such as with regulated stable coins or central bank digital currency, will let us automate complex checks and balances on the buyer end and receiver end. We can become more operationally efficient and creative with how we transact with money and do things that we've never done before, end quote. The potential applications are vast, but the common thread is enhanced trust, trust and auditability from tracing the entire history and provenance of assets and goods, thereby removing intermediaries. Car buyers, for example, can be assured of a vehicle's history, including accidents and repairs, and that its components are legitimate and were created sustainably. House buyers can get into homes quicker as ownership, history, events, and searches are available instantly on the blockchain and make easy payments via smart contracts. By powering end-to-end -end visibility of trade, digital twins, unique blockchain-based tokens linked to real-world physical objects or identities could optimize global supply chains to prevent costly disruptions as experienced during the COVID pandemic. Crucially, consumers could finally get better ownership of their privacy and identity in the digital age, controlling exactly who can see their data and how they can use it. Quote, we've all made the mistake of giving up our privacy by trusting companies that protect it. But they failed consumers and, their, and the market because of the cybersecurity sector's struggles to secure our data, says Verdian. Quote, digital assets will give control back to the consumer. Tokenization will also enable us to protect intellectual property for the first time. Wrapping it as a digital asset and deciding who can consume, rent, transfer, sell, or access an asset or good. These opportunities are undoubtedly exciting, but there is one major barrier standing in the way. Interoperability. When digital assets are created, they can typically only be used on a single system or network, limiting their global capability. This is akin to buying a mobile phone with a Vodafone SIM and then only being able to call other people on the Vodafone network. It's a huge barrier preventing the true power of blockchain from being unleashed. As the world's first provider of true universal interoperability, as the world's first provider of true universal interoperability, 
Quant is accelerating a new generation of finance by radically simplifying the process of tokenization for developers and financial institutions, unlocking the capability for digital assets to travel across all networks. Our interoperability effectively allows money, assets, and transactions to roam in the same way that your mobile phone roams, says Ferdian. This is just the beginning. Most big financial services institutions are setting out a two to three year strategy to digitize every type of instrument, asset, stock, and security to benefit from tokenization. The, the momentum is growing and the driver is obvious. Savvy investors the world over are increasingly demanding that their wealth managers tokenize assets in their portfolio into new digital assets to gain access to new markets and liquidity. The impact on finance will be transformational. For more information, visit quant.network. Nice. There, 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 there are a few bombs in here. And, and to me, one is that um, the momentum is growing, the one that they ended with, um, that more people are demanding tokenization, um, like tokenizing your house or, or maybe a fancy car or, or, or some other illiquid asset, because that is obviously the point. Some things are simply not liquid as they are. They are, I mean, it's, it's kind of like gold. gold. Gold is not liquid unless you heat it enough. But um, you cannot simply pay with gold anywhere. You can just do, do things with it. But if you tokenize it, that's why you got the PAX gold. And that's why you got all those tokenized versions of gold. Mm. Um, then you can own the gold without owning it. And if you do want to own it, then you could go to that specific vault. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and then and then trade your tokens for gold. If yeah, gold. yeah, agreed. And and then, I mean, this is one of the many examples of something that has been front run by speculation. So at this point last year, we were believing that everything would be fully realized. You and mean, speculation. What, what, what do you mean? I say speculation was for what peaking. Well, for tokenization. Really? Well, I mean, people were really bullish on it, and now. What what project then? Because I I I I I cannot remember, or I didn't notice. I I mean, not necessarily a project, but it was one of the 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 the, the pillars behind the crypto hype, right? That everything would be tokenized, and you have these NFTs that you can. Yeah, 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 anywhere yeah. and NFTs are going to be instrumental. Yes, uh, but now you don't hear anyone about it anymore. But it no, you don't, you don't the... hear anyone. Period. Crypto no, Twitter is a fucking true. wasteland. <laughs> yeah, true, but that that doesn't mean that that um, the development of tokenization has stopped. That, no. That's the point I'm trying to make. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. And, and 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 sometimes people really believe that. Um, when the speculation is gone and the price, ah. the, the number go up, uh, the number goes down. You d they don't see any uh, green candles anymore. That that must mean that the technology yeah. has stopped existing. Well, that is obviously not the case. Uh, we just saw the first waves of a much bigger movement, which is now starting, and 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 you, you see it here in this yeah. advertisement uh, with Quant just directly targeting their their actual corporate uh, clients yeah. if anything then crypto might be be a canary in a in, in a coal mine 
Um, yeah. I mean, look at uh, the example I gave for the Dutch government. They have been looking at creating digital identity ever since 2016. That that's when they started um, with, with with digitizing passports and 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 driver's licenses for 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 Android and Apple and God knows what. I'm not sure if they do it on the blockchain. I believe they don't because the blockchain is not a panacea. Um, but but it has been in the making for for a really long time, and then eventually some 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 crypto fanboy picks it up and decides to create a token and then create some hype and potentially screw the entire public perception of what the specific thing is. Yeah. Case in point, NFTs. NFT is so much more. For instance, a passport. Passport could be an NFT. They are part. NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, other but, things that, yeah. Yeah, but the public perception has been warped, and yeah. in 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 the first waves, that the 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 public perception of of Bitcoin was warped, uh, yeah. and and then we saw well but increasing. That's because um, DJs well, get their hands on it. it true, true, a true. But gravity of what it originally true, was intended to be. Uh, absolutely, but then then the, the wave in 2017, 2018, it was the warped perception of DApps. Uh, had decentralized applications that that yeah. could never become something. What did we see two years later? The DeFi boom, and slowly but surely it was picking up steam. And 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 now, the last year or so, we we saw the NFT boom, and and now the the the, the public's perception is warped again because people think oh NFTs is all about flipping monkeys for money. Hmm. And, and, and they, they fail to see the bigger picture. Anyway, carry on, Jarno. Sorry. <laughs> two to three years. It's what's been, being written about here. In two to three years. Um, let me see if I can find the exact bit. Yeah, probably not when I'm looking for it. Two but, years? Yeah, two, uh... two to three years. They expect um, tokenization to be a fact here. Uh, most big financial services institutions are setting out two to three year strategy to digitize every type of instrument. So within two to three years, everything should be digitized. No, but that's 2025. Who gives a shit? I think that's really interesting. I, I, I think that, that that's a huge bomb because Gilbert is on the bleeding edge, on the front lines. Um, talking about the privacy. So they're quite literally saying that they are going to that, that, that these solutions, the blockchain solutions and stuff, can make the, 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 the problem of who holds and owns what better. Uh, example, Zuckerberg, Facebook, Google, um, how they treat our information is, is appalling. Um, and with self-sovereign identity, that's what they're hinting at. Um, yep. You can fix that. And trust me that Quant is involved. And I know a lot of people in the quant community are uh, fans of Check D. Uh, leave a comment if you're a Check D fanboy or or specialist, and you want to come talk maybe on the Quantum Show and elaborate a little bit. I know there's even a council of Check D right now. That's like the retarded brother sister of the Council of Quant. <laughs> I'm sorry for bashing you guys. I have no idea, but um, I feel that Quant's gonna do the the, the SSID thing. Um, them, themselves probably because I feel that's the way Gilbert rolls um, might be wrong also there was this other thing yeah the digitization of assets obviously um, 
Not sure what QRC20 can do in that regard, but the timing of this paid article, I'm just doing some uh, some quick math. This was uh, on maths. this was on the June the 26th. The Hackworth article was June 27th, and today is June 30th, and we got the QRC20 update, which will we come to later on. I'll keep teasing that. Um, it's also interesting. Two weeks ago, we got the update on the Friday because two weeks before that, we also got the update on the Friday. So I expected this update also to come on Friday. But Friday is July the 1st. So I think they wanted to get this out in June. I.e. H1. Call me a speculator. I don't give a shit. Do it in the comments. <laughs> um, it's. Uh, I think this. I, th I think this is a really good sign. I think um, stuff. Stuff is just is just picking up. I think the the Rebecca Hackworths and the Andrew Carriers are starting to do their uh, their job. Um, the devs are obviously doing their work, doing their job. Yeah, Tim, they, yeah. They, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. those guys are putting out updates. Yeah. <laughs> like, like clockwork. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Before we go there, um, uh, I want to say one more thing about the, oh, you just closed the share screen. Yeah. I did that. Because on I purpose. actually want to, you know, can you reopen it again? Yeah. Because for the for content, uh, I, I I don't think we addressed this yet, and we should. So uh, what you've been looking at, and what you've here you're now talking about the past fifteen minutes, sixteen minutes at this point. Uh, oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, was an um, addition to the Sunday Times. So it's called the Raconteur, and Raconteur. I don't know how you pronounce that in English, but I pronounce it in French. Raconteur. Um, raconteur. Uh, raconteur. Yeah, sorry, French people. Um, oh, no! <laughs> the Germans. Enquiries okay. à raconteur.net, hein? <laughs> Dauphin de noir. <laughs> and if you scroll down, you, you can read a bit about raconteurs. So apparently, it's in addition to the Sunday Times every now and then where, well, companies can, uh, uh, well, put uh, out. Well, well, there are commercials, there are advertisements. Uh, and it reads... Once, Once the power, power of print media combined... No, what? No, do it. No, no, no. no. Do it. Once the power of print media combined with best-in-class lead generation, Raconteur's new campaign, Product Suite, gives marketers the best of both worlds. Yeah, but what, what, what is it with this? I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, look at their target audience. Right? I'm I'm totally missing the point. Look look at the place where they are putting down their advertisements. Is it some kind of flashy Twitter post? Hey guys, we're oh. gonna do another uh, announcement of an yeah. announcement. Everyone is gonna get rich because we yeah. are making the most flashy. No. Yes. No. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Okay. Obviously. So indeed. They 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 are not targeting 
the the, the crypto plebs and the NFT hunters and the and the monkey lovers, they're targeting a specific audience, and those are the people that actually read the Sunday Times. Or, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so th so that was the point you made. I get it. What? Ah, hmm? come <laughs> Tim is now bobbing to some some elusive song he has in his head. The raconteur. All the French people are going to be pissed. Le raconteur. Don't you recognize this? No. You must. What? You, you must recognize this. It's hello, hello. Think you no. know that? No, you I don't never... know hello, hello? Uh, I never watched that, no. Oh, damn. No. Sorry, we, we butchered the episode once again. <laughs> well, it was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> Some shenanigans in between to keep it uh, keep it light. Okay. Speaking um, of shenanigans... Yeah, I think we, we should head there. Um, because we just had two heavy things. Well, like oh, chain again. Oh, uh, 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 and some uh, quant uh, commercial, which is pretty cool. Let's move to yeah. actually a question that was being asked to us yesterday on Twitter. Uh, I suddenly saw it popping up on my timeline and perhaps... Yeah, there, there, uh, there was someone on Twitter asking our opinion and, and, and not only the opinion of, of me and Jarno, but also the opinion of other people in the quant uh, community. Because apparently some guy put out a, a video on YouTube uh, in which he admitted to be completely wrong on, uh, well, Quant, Q&T, Overledger, uh, the company. Well, not necessarily company, but about um, well, the tokenomics and, 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 and uh, the, 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 the need to have a token, so to say. Yeah. Um, and, and I think we, we should briefly address it. Briefly, I think we should just address this and yeah. and, and give our view. We're, we're, uh, we're going to go a little bit deeper than than just briefly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's go in depth. Uh, let's let's okay. to get some more gravy on this. What you see here, the man with his open mouth is way popcorn. too small. Polo. I mean, if if you if you're well, never mind. Okay. Um, the name is Bryce Scanlon. He's, Get some uh, popcorn now. Yeah, it's gonna be he, fun. He, he's, uh, he's he's not a Scot. He's an American. Um, the title of the video is "I was wrong about Quant." I am so sorry. I started. Wait until this bar removes itself from my screen, so I can click on what I prepared. I prepared this. I I saw this video, and yesterday I made a comment. I made a comment on his. Uh, on his video, um, on on what, in my opinion, he um, did well and what he missed. Um, he, he he missed some 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 points. I think. I think there were some misconceptions. I do not think he is he had any malicious intent. Um, so I made a comment and I told him we're going to record an episode and uh, it's going to be aired on Friday. And we're going to have a look at his video and see how we can educate both him and his audience. Um, 
And in the meantime, if he wants to, he can join the discussion in Council. So I placed the link to the Telegram uh, group there. And, um, and that was that. Also, I um, sent him a message on Twitter. Let's see. Um, so I notified him. He, he made a tweet. And I wrote to him, hey, man, I made a comment on your video with the Quamfisio account and invited you to Council to learn and discuss. And I also added, did you notice that your comment section is full of scammers, by the way? Um, his um, comment section, in my opinion, is a war zone. It's um, <laughs> a, 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 a lot of people um, know this, oh. but yeah, you see comments like this. I'm 54. I and my wife earn 170,000 biweekly returns, blah, blah, blah. He has 25 likes on this and 34 answers. Um, and there's all these people. This guy earns 170K biweekly and he uh, is, he's concerned about rising food prices and gas? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You must be. Yeah. But he gets a lot of engagement on this. And and, and he has more than 24 comments. And that, and these comments are still there. Um. There are a couple of people from the Quamfi community that I saw reaching out. One of them is Real Slim Toshi. Thank you, dude. You're doing uh, Gil's work and uh, a bunch of other people as well. But there's a lot of comments. <laughs> and what I also notice is what Bryce Dunn does. Whenever somebody makes a comment, he adds a hit me up via email at cryptoinvestment.gmail.com. I don't know why. But why do I show this? Because I posted a comment and he deleted, apparently, my comment or... The comment got deleted, but I test I checked because I just made comment again. Check it right now. Did my um, comment to... get deleted? I just refreshed it. It it, it nice. this this one is still there. My other comment is gone. What I find worrying is I also made a screenshot of this because it appears that the comment there was uh, this was a, a response I made on my own question on his Twitter. It appears that the comment I made on your video on YouTube disappeared. I was prepping for a video and noticed my comment was gone. I wonder how and why that happened. The scammers are still there. So surely you haven't deleted mine without deleting them too. It was my intention to make an honest video to try and educate him and and, and his, uh, his following on what is actually going on with Quanta. We're still going to do that. But I'm a little bit butthurt for the fact that my question got deleted. The link that I put in the comments was not a link. I, I pulled it apart, so there was no hyperlink there. But he knew where to go. And, and it, it still got deleted. But all the scammers are still there. And I'm just I'm just guessing and speculating now. But No, we I mean, the scammers aren't there. There's a guy who earns 170k bi-weekly and who's yeah. worried about... Nah. We run... Imagine, imagine that scenario. Imagine, nah. what the hell are you doing, sir? <laughs> Go we, out of the casino. We we run a really tight ship on Stop our. Stop putting our, everything on black, sir. On our YouTube, we run a really tight ship. Any comment that 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 resembles a scammer, we're kicking it the fuck out. Um, if 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 you come up with with bullshit or or, or real true bullshit with links. We kick you out. We won't take the risk. We won't expose our community to that. And as a result, we have a very stale, bland comment section, but very few comments. Yeah. This man 
has a fuck ton of comments and engagement because those scammers send a message and they like each other's messages. So he gets a ton of engagement on all his videos. It could very well be, I'm not saying it is, that he leaves all those, this is an actual user, but he leaves all this in because he gets 34 answers yeah. and 25 likes. Yep. But he, he, he does manage his comment section because he deleted my message, quote unquote, yeah. calling him out. And I was actually offering him help because I'm not really that much of a cunt. Until you kick me out of your comment section, um, yeah, that 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 is very interesting. I mean, strange. I, I yeah, to, to, sorry, I was a bit of joking around, was trolling, but I hope you enjoy it if you, if you take this serious. Sorry, uh, but that was my first impression as well. I opened the video and saw like, okay, this guy's like one hundred thirty-five comments. I thought that my first, my initial response without looking at them was, oh, probably what happens here is the same thing what happens to us because sometimes we get a ton of notifications yeah. and then it's this guy who makes 170k bi-weekly and then you see all these people discussing them and then thanks to uh, this and this person I make a lot of money and those scammers I always kick them out as soon as I see it yeah. um, because we, we are ethical in that way yeah, uh, we we do leave. Uh, we we don't delete no. negative comments. No. Obviously, I mean we are for free discussion, but scammers, yeah. come on, that's yeah. something we we ban them, we report them, we yeah. remove them, we keep it clean. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And 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 what I also find find strange is the the real Slim Toshi right here. Uh, he gets a response. Let's discuss. Hit me up via email. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, yeah, I, but is that the real guy or is that a scammer? I don't know. Pinned by Bryce Scanlon could be. I don't know. Could be, could be a scammer. But even 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 then, still, why do you leave that? Why do you expose your community to stuff like that? Regardless, we're gonna have a stab at this video. Um, two forty-five. Um, he begins. We're just gonna crawl through this. I have some, some 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 thoughts pointed out here. We're going to have a real quick glance at, at, at what he's missing and what the reality is um, for educational purposes and also for, for having a little bit of fun because I am a little bit butthurt. And you can yeah. put that in the comment. But in the meantime, we shouldn't be calling people names. Uh, we're just trying to be respectful. So. I am butthurt. I'm not calling anybody names, do I? Well, you call him a... Uh... Okay, no, let's go no, to no, the No, 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 what do you call him? <laughs> Tell me, we, tell we're me. already uh, we're already demonetized. Uh, an eikel. Just an eikel. Goed. Uh, play the video. Oh. Misclick. I <laughs> needed to I would need to turn on the audio. Because there was no audio, was there? There there was no audio. I couldn't hear it. Additional blockchain networks with Quants Overledger. And Quants Overledger essentially provides interoperability for a variety of different blockchain networks. For instance, this year, Quant provided support for interoperability between all Overledger services and the Polkadot chain and Polygon. And most recently, they've begun supporting the XDC blockchain. And this is very exciting as they are very proactive when it comes to providing more and more value for their stakeholders in this company. Now, the key issue I see with the Quant network as a whole is the fact that the user experience is very contingent right now on the QNT coin. Although,
token. It doesn't need to be. Right now, if an institution, a developer, or a company wanted to interoperate with legacy systems or between blockchain networks, what they would have to do is go to the open market and purchase QNT. Following that, they would conduct a transaction with the Quant Treasury where they would enter into a one-year agreement where they would have access, a license to Quant's overledger service. But as a result of that, they would have the obligation to lock up their tokens for one year with the Quant Treasury. And following the completion of this agreement, following that one-year time frame, Quant would then sell the coins on the open market. And as a whole, I'm a big fan of this business model in concept. Um, where to begin? Um, let's begin with the fact that um, he states XTC, Polygon, more coverage, good for the Q&T holder, more networks connected. I think that that is uh, that's the God honest truth. I think that is correct. I think it's beautiful. I think a lot of people are really happy. Um, with, with the support for those networks. Um, when MDEFs are gonna be created, um, people can avoid the ETH fees and, and, and God knows what. It starts to get a little bit iffy when we're talking about enterprises buying tokens on the open market. Um, I, we have the, the very well-known um, infographic and I, I posted that as a comment on this video before on his, uh, on his, on his Twitter, this is the utility token overview. Um, if you want to see this, you can find it in the quant community <sighs> telegram group. Um, it's being posted there a lot. We're in the quant lounge links in the description. And what you see here, this is obviously community made, but it is made based on um, information that was available is available through various papers and um, and other documents. And it reads, enterprise licenses, QNT tokens must be provided to Quant Network in exchange for an annual license. Price of the access will be fixed in fiat and the number of tokens needed will vary depending on the price of QNT. Enterprise license fees will be determined on the basis of the number of users, number of employees, application type, volume of transactions. So, um, obviously for brevity, this is really concise. Um, but the bottom line is, if I want a license and I am a big company, let's say I am with ING Bank, Netherlands, uh, a, a Dutch bank, a big one, and I want an overledger license, I do not have to buy tokens at all. I simply send Gil an email, yo dog, I want a license for my company, bro. And then Gilbert will come back. Um, yeah, sure, essay. Just uh, send me uh, 500,000 euros and I'll uh, get you a license for so many computers, blah, 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 blah. And, and that's what happens. So regardless of the price of Q&T, no matter what the price of Q&T is, um, companies will always pay the same amount of money for a specific license. And obviously that scales with the amount of developers you want, the amount of transactions you want. There are always deals to be made, but the amount paid is always, always, that is not optional, is 100% being converted by the treasury into Q&T. There's no yeah. other way around this. And those tokens will 
always get locked for the duration of the license. And that is always one year. No exceptions, ever. It's not going to happen. It's been stated in the white paper. It's been stated in the utility paper. It's been stated by Gilbert over and over again. Um, I made a screenshot of Telegram here. I don't know if you guys can see this. Um, but there's a bunch of, if you go to main and you type in search by user Gilbert Ferdian and you type in token utility, um, you're going to get a bunch of in line with the token utility paper, all licenses paid for by each party, plus all transactions go through Overledger are paid in QNT. Um, token model stayed the same. Um, treasury design, utility token update. There, there's, there's a bunch of information like this. Um, in there, um, first I wanted to make a bunch of screenshots, but like I said, after I got a little bit butthurt, I was like, um, no. Um, but that hasn't changed. That 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 is still the same. Um, I lost my train of thought for a bit. Uh, Tim, can you maybe say something intelligent for a little bit? For a little bit. Where <laughs> are we in the? I was looking at uh, Instagram inventorizing questions. Which uh, part are we in? Utility token overview. Thank you. I, I, I got my train of thought back. So <laughs> You literally showed me the picture. I said, oh, yeah, we're at a utility token overview. Like, yeah, I hate silences, man. It's just so awkward. No. Yeah? So there, there's oh. no optionality there. Um, Bryce, was it? What was it, Bryce? Sc scam loan. Yeah, yeah Bryce no, scam loan. Scam. No, scam. Um, so, so there's no optionality there. There's, there, there's, there's, there's no, no choosing, no picking and choosing. It is um, simply. Oh, I lost my image again. I'm such an idiot. Oh, here it is. But do, do, I mean, sorry, I'm, I'm zoning out because we yeah. are reiterating the, the, yeah. the, 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 the tokenomics of yes, Q and T. Yes, I don't. Yes, are we gonna really want to do that? I yeah, wanna, I, 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 I want to just. I, 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 huh? I know you don't want to, but we're gonna do this because people can now get educated and they can find it out. The right way in one video, and we're gonna instead of going all the over yeah. the internet. Yes, and we're gonna make very neat timestamps. So this was enterprise licenses, and the next one um, we're gonna go on in a, oh, fat fingers. I, I I know you hate it, and I I thought oh my god Tim's gonna hate this, but we're we're, we're still gonna do this. The next one is but like I'm lecturing a bunch of kids. Yeah, the real issue: token not needed, greater access to their services, and discontinue the token. So that's like the the broad strokes. As Here we it go. Continues to drive demand for the QNT coin, as well as reduce the overall circulating supply in the market as more and more companies begin to accumulate QNT. However, this this is this is what he says is an upside because companies are gonna accumulate QNT. Okay, companies, ladies and gentlemen are not going to accumulate QNT. No. They do not have to own QNT. Why would they? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No. No. They, they want the white glove approach. Um, they, they, they do not want to handle nasty, filthy, um, Crypto. Vo volatile tokens because it's, it's just a liability. It is not an asset. Never. A token is never an asset to, to a company like this. The, the, those companies, let's say the ING example, they make money from interest and they make money from investments. And their investments right now are in, for instance, real estate or in uh, maybe trackers or... or, 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 or bonds. Yeah, maybe may, may more established. And maybe in the future they'll, they'll, they'll get crypto. 
but it, it, it is not very likely. No. Also, let's say they want to run a gateway because ideally they will want to do that. There will be companies and Quant will be one of them that provides gateways as a service. So what does ING have to do in this example? ING just needs to assign a developer and that developer uh, says, okay, I want to run a gateway. That guy is savvy. That guy knows what he's talking about. And he's like, okay, um, listen up, boss. I want to run the gateway and we're going to need some uh, tokens to stake. And then his boss like, but of course, how much money do you need? And then he'll be, yeah, I think we're going to need about like two and a half thousand tokens. And the boss will be, just send me a receipt. And then the developer goes to Gilbert. He's like, hey, dude, I got to be in two and a half thousand Q&T tokens. And he's got to get two and a half thousand Q&T tokens to stake. He does not have to go to the market or whatever. Treasury will get that all sorted. Or they just go to Gilbert and say, hey, dude, I want a gateway with two and a half thousand tokens in it. Because more tokens gives more bandwidth. <coughs> Putting up the yeah, graph. And, 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 and let's add to that. that they... <laughs> I'm just trying to make sense of the argument of, of, of needing to have your own gateway. It's just for... Yeah, because the because benefit of running... At the own... end of the day, the overledger network is decentralized, right? So you yes. cannot really control what is going through your own gateway. Well, Or am I wrong? To, to, to a degree, you probably can because you're going you're gonna to have outgoing traffic as well. Yeah. So you you can run your own MDAP on your own gateway, yeah, and 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 you can then run that through the overledger network. On this gateways and staking to run a gateway, there's an annual fee fixed in fiat to be paid in QT tokens. I have a gateway. I paid Gilbert the Treasury a fee of a hundred Great Bridge pounds in QT through GPT. my MetaMask. Yeah, through my MetaMask. So this is 100% confirmed because um, gateway operators do pay in Q&T and not in fiat. Only the higher tier customers get that white glove uh, service. Gateways earn Q&T for transaction processing. Hey, so there's more than just using it to pay licenses. Additional Q&T tokens can be staked, staked in quotation marks, to increase the capacity of the gateway. The more the gateway operator quote unquote stakes in the variable deposit, the more requests they can accept, resulting in more QNT earned. And what makes this so interesting, and that's this point as well, is it's a very good store of value because every QNT or every Verdian that's 118th of a QNT, you earn grants you a larger percentage of the total supply because all tokens are minted not only are all tokens minted all tokens are also unlocked and circulating meaning there are 14.6 million i rounded that down uh, tokens and every time you process a transaction you get a little wee bit of qnt and that goes onto your stack no inflation, no other shenanigans or dilution 
or or vesting schedules or other crap like that. So it's an actual store of value, unlike, well, in a way, Bitcoin is still inflationary because not all Bitcoins are minted until 21 or 40. It's a little bit quicker, but makes the point. Yep. The infograph continues. The content is for informational purposes only. You should not consume such blah, 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 blah. Tax investment, uh, utility token, values not directly correlated with its demand. With more use cases for a token, the higher the demand and value becomes. So because it's kind of deflationary, because the more people contribute to the network, the more Q&T are stored in the gateways, um, meaning scarcity increases. And simply because of the fact that all the clients, the paying clients, mind you, pay in fiat, the price can go to whatever um, it wants to go because customers pay in fiat. And eventually the price will have to go up because quant is scarce. There's only two thirds the amount of QT as there will ever be Bitcoin on this planet. Anything to add for now, Tim? Nope. Okay, so now we're gonna go listen to the bit where he talks about the real issue and um, how the token can get discontinued. However, the real issue comes into play if Quant ever decides that they want to provide greater access to their overledger services. And because of that, they would discontinue the use of the QNT coin when it came to solely using the overledger service. And while it wouldn't be outright banned and people could still pay with Quant, the real issue would be that it wouldn't be necessary to actively use the overledger service. And because of that, there would be a significant loss in demand for QNT. Furthermore, Quant on their website, which they recently updated, and it looks fantastic, by the way, have all their attention, all their focus on their overledger rather than the QNT token specifically. And because of that, to me, it's an indication that they haven't fully committed on using QNT as a form of payment when it comes to overledger. And they have not been actively promoting the QNT coin for the use of overledger services as much as they should be if this is the sole way that customers are going to be able to pay for and access Quant's flagship service, overledger. Okay, so this man has uh, uh, made, uh, yeah, he, 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 yeah, he constructed his own little story fairy tale, and 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 my tone of 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 talking right now is totally changed than I intended to, because he, like because he did, because he deleted my comment and because I, 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 it, but this is strange because he 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 created the problem of enterprises needing to buy Q and T. And and that is now the problem that he created, which is false. And yeah. and and that is now the argument for 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 what he just said that um, Overledger is like the biggest product, and the token needs to be needs to be promoted, and it isn't. So that's why. Yeah. L let me add. Sorry, Jonah. Okay. That is like accusing Microsoft of improving Microsoft Word Office and not promoting their licensing because that is what it's all about, right? Making the licenses flashy and nice that you want to buy a license and not the product. Who yeah. cares about the product? You, you need money. You, you need to promote that. You need to promote the keys. That's where it's all about. 
You need, yeah. you, need you need a fleshy website where it says buy me, buy me. It's it's not about it's not about Microsoft Words. It's not about how well Office performs, right? That's what he's saying. That's literally what he's saying. He's like, oh yeah, we, we could care less about the product. It's all about the token, dude. It's the other way around. You, you need to. <laughs> You need to make your product as good as, as possible. And the I'll, token I'll, is just... I'll even take it a step further. Product. I'll even take it a step further. The token is of no consequence. And that's why his entire video is, is just a bunch of beep. Because the, the token is of no consequence to the clients. Some of the clients will, will likely not even know the token exists simply because of the white glove approach and everything is being sorted by the treasury. Yeah. Moreover, and he's going to talk about um, the SEC a little bit further on in this video. Um, it is a utility token. It is not a coin. It is a utility token. And that means that the token needs to have utility. And, it, and, and, and the utility that it has is not payment. It is not a currency. And it is not a security. It is not to be promoted as such. It is not to be treated as such. The XRP, Ripple, is having problems right now because they have been promoting their token. They have made their token, their, their coin, that, that is a coin, by the way, uh, the center of attention. And they have paid people. And same goes, well, uh, let's not go there. Well, um, one more example. I mean, he's going to talk about SEC later on. So shall we specifically address that and, and continue the video there? No, no, because it's oh. not in this context. Because oh. he says the token needs to be promoted. The token needs to be promoted on a website because the token needs to be sold. But the token is a utility token. And the token, utility token, works in the background. The token is not needed to buy a license. If, if, my, if, if, my, if my 76-year-old father wants to buy a license, he can just send Gilbert a bunch of fiat, tells him what he wants on a, on a nice uh, little email, and Gilbert will get it all sorted. He, my dad doesn't even need to have a wallet or whatever. Same with ING. Because the utility token, I'll bring it up again, does all this in the background. Because the token is used for transaction processing. Quant tokens are used to validate, sign, and encrypt every transaction that flows through Overledger. Every enterprise client, developer, user, and application validates each transaction using their QNT linked to their ID and account. Yes, it is partly centralized, and yes, you need to perform KYC. No transaction can flow through Overledger without being security validated by QNT tokens. Your ID is what you get when you're a developer. I obviously can show you because that would be me doxing my mainnet key. Yeah. But there are keys assigned to your identity. Yeah, but let, let's take it a step back for everyone. So... <laughs> The QNT token is like the 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 fuel that that keeps the engine running. It's the it's the fuel. It, but it's, it's the oil. Not, no, it's, 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 fuel. It's, it's the oil. It's the coolant. It is the exactly. air conditioning. It's, it is the brake fluid. It's everything. Yes. But at the same time, it is not necessary necessary when overledger is not being used. So accusing the company of of not of, of focusing solely on overledger. Yeah. That's as wrong as it can get because Overledger is ultimately the engine yeah. that needs the fuel of Q and T. Yeah. And and by focusing on Q and T only, you you will have a ton of fuel, but you have no economy. That right? 
if there is no economy that needs the fuel, you can pump up as much fuel as you like, promote it as much as you want. But if there is no demand, they still have issues. Yeah. So what is being sent from your account, whether it being all Q&T or Verdians, it is all linked in a combination within the, the hash to your ID. And nothing goes across uh, the network without a little bit of Q&T attached to it. Yeah. Platform fees, in addition to license fee, a platform fee calculated as a percentage of the license fee in Q&T will be payable by all users and developers. A minimum Q&T holding amount is put in place for every participant of the Overledger ecosystem. The wallet storing Q&T is your identity. The private key is your password. And the license fee, you are assigned a BPI key. And and, and, and this, is, this is how it all works. And that's why it's a pure utility token. There is a, nothing that, that could ever make this a, a security yeah. or, or a means of payment alone. Yes, there are licenses being paid. Yes, there are fees being paid on the platform, but it is so much more than that. And and, and what is the benefit of the token? It makes everything better. It is pretty easy to get a license key. Um, for, so for instance, Driver Booster. I love Driver Booster. And every time there's a new update, I just go in Google and I type Driver Booster license key and I find a license key and I copy paste it and I have a pro version of of driver booster and there's nothing they can do about it it's obviously freeware and everybody can can use it and is intended to do that but with the token if they have a token you need to get the token and you need to get that link to an account yeah um yeah so long story short it's just the fuel that keeps the engine running and we can we can talk about it for hours um but we are that teaching, is where the... we are teaching people we do, we We're do, um, We're we 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 do, uh, but we can talk about this for hours if you want, because there yeah. are so many applications of the token. Yes. We yes. haven't even addressed the. No. It, it, I mean, if we really want to school people, <laughs> even the amount of fuel that the engine needs is divided into eighteen decimals. Yeah. So there, there will be an infinite supply of Q and T. But there won't be an influence supply of community if it makes any sense. Because yep. there are only, are only 14 million tokens, and we need to yeah. do it with that. Yeah, and that's why. And the less supply there is, the more expensive the token is going to get. Yeah. Okay. Back to the because, Okay, Gilbert also, and he's going to read his, his CV later. Gilbert is is a master of cryptography and technology and security and whatnot. He would not have created Overledger and 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 all his other projects, and and attached a token to it if it was not the best option, because the the the, the little wee bit of, of of money that he earned initially from the tokens, he he, he could have gotten elsewhere, with a lot less hassle, I suppose. Um, so the token actually adds something, and we're gonna get to that a little bit. And so this is very concerning, but I do have a few reasons why this may not necessarily happen. I believe that there will be a way for Quant to actively continue to grow their service while continuing to curate a specific ecosystem for the QNT coin. And allow me to explain this. Were Quant to outright discontinue the usage of QNT, this would result in a dramatic sell-off in price, which is mostly driven by retail speculators at this point. Furthermore, it would prompt a number of regulatory agencies 
to take legal action against Quant, which would be extremely harmful to their business development. On False. Top- that, that, that is true. Yeah, if, if, if Gilbert would now say, oh, tokens being uh, scratched and we're not going to use the token anymore, there, there, there will be trouble. That, 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 that will happen. Do you have doubts about that, Tim? No, uh, but there will be trouble, so it's not very logical for the company to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, adding to that... No, he's just like... It, it just doesn't make any sense. He's just trying to make an argument by putting random stuff together and then lining it up and saying, no, oh yeah, this is probably what's going Quant on. Has set no. yeah. up for themselves is designed to curate the overall value of the QNT coin and by driving more and more demand for it as Quant is the only way to get access to the Overledger service and their overall earnings through licensing fees. The worst case scenario I could see for Quant right now is if the company discontinued the use of QNT and allowed their customers to pay in other digital assets or fiat currencies and they would have the Quant token as a way to get discounted prices and perhaps other value mechanisms. Conversely, there's another possibility where the quant team issues some form of buyback. What? Yeah, he goes on a tangent here right now. No, no, but just, I mean, sorry about the tokenomics, but educate yourself. Yeah. But this is interesting. What the hell does he mean with other value mechanisms? And yeah. get a discount. Yeah, he's talking what? about he's talking about advertising discounts um, and to, to, token buybacks. Does this guy even know what Quant is about? No, but he has he, no he, clue. No, I, I think he has no clue about business in general. I think he's he's just making shit up. I'm sorry, he's just making stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> Discontinue the token, accept other payments, and 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 let me add to that. If we properly talk about um, uh, tokenomics, you should know that every company can get in with any kind of fiat currency, just swap it around for QNT. He, I think he made, he made multiple he, videos apparently on uh, on, on, on QNT. Yeah, but did you already address the point where he literally said that entity, entities need to go in the open market, yeah, buy QNT tokens from the open market on yeah. an exchange? Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> Come on, guys. We've 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 had the Uniswap foot. It's not 2020 anymore. It's not early 2021. Yeah, yeah. It's literally what he says. Oh yeah, they go on. The, uh, I think uh, the, the 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 central bank of uh, Sweden, the Swedish uh, Riksbank, is going on uh, Uniswap. It's going to buy uh, fifty thousand uh, QD uh, to uh, supply all the Swedish uh, citizens uh, with uh, a CBDC. Which I, by the way, think is uh, uh, a total way of uh, the, the totalitarian uh, regime, and uh, uh, it will take away all your uh, uh, privacy. Uh, okay, continue. Oh, I, I, oh, we have a response. We have we have, we have a reply on the on the comment. Let's see. Hit me up via email. Oh, that's the Bryce Scanlon uh, scammer. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Should we actually send an email? No, it's <laughs> just um, for shenanigans. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure what do you see here. I'm not sure, but what you what you see here is the same Bryce Scamlin as oh dear. All the other all the other guys got a yeah. comment from. Oh, that's but pretty funny. Bryce, 
clean up your <laughs> fucking comment section, dude. Where they get it sorted, man. Usage of the quant coin and just rely on other payment services. Reporting and this. If this were the case, then I do believe that quant would be able to walk away from this whole situation and business model that they've set up for themselves without having to really worry about regulatory action from the SEC and other governing bodies and do it in a way where it's amicable to both retail investors and their customers. While I have just listed my concerns for the QNT token, I have very few concerns about the success of Quant as a company. For example, Gilbert Viridian, the CEO of Quant, Viridian? is with a wide variety of institutions, and we've discussed this at length in prior videos, and we've talked about his connections to the Federal Reserve, to Her Majesty's Bank, and more recently, his role in the Digital Pound Foundation, where Quant is attempting to create a central bank digital currency for the Bank of England, which is absolutely tremendous. On top of that, we do need to consider the plethora of use cases that the Quant network has, whether it be cross-border payments, MDAPs, multi-chain dApps, where developers are able to pick their favorite features from a variety of blockchains, or connecting legacy systems to legacy systems. There's just a wide variety of options and multiple pathways to success for Quant as a company. However, the crux of this video isn't about whether or not Quant will be successful, but rather, will the stakeholders, the people who own the QNT coins, be able to share in that success? And that's not Stop, the bottom QNT. Because he, he, he was rambling. Yeah. So he basically has two things. So he, he shares our vision that the company will be successful, but... Token not needed. Where we... Assume that the token is the engine, uh, is, is the fuel that keeps the engine running. He argues that the token is not needed. Yeah. Now he says it could potentially be. He he, he is like not trying to fud, but what if? What if butter. the token is not needed anymore? Yeah, and it. But 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 it all. It, I, I I I I think it's all a misunderstanding. Um, I think. Come it's on, a... it's not a miss. <laughs> Do some research, man. <laughs> Be... How? Do... I mean, how can you both yourself and the internet being this stupid? The, uh, oh, we we have a guest. Yeah. We have a guest. Yeah, we're we're lost. Let's make um, make sure that. Um, oh, yeah, you already had your face on camera. Yeah. We are live. Um, yeah. No. So um, yeah. It, it's 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 a, it's, a, it's a, and he's going to go on a little bit and um, <sighs> his comment section is a war zone. It's uh, it's 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 just just lack of research and it's just sheer misinformation. What what he's spreading, to be fair, um, Rice Scanlon, um, deleting my comment. That's why you had this line of reviewing, and um, I, am, I don't apologize. No, um, just for the sheer stupidity of, uh, of the video. Uh, now, I, I, I hate these, these, these stupid online social, but, but this, is just, this is just calling him out because, I mean, not, not, not doing the work is one thing. But what also happened is I'm trying to help. I, 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 I gave him an olive branch 
and he deleted my comment, but he left all the scammers in the comments. Well, I'm sorry, Bryce, but fuck you. And on that bombshell, we introduce our guest. Uh, Welcome Nils. to the asylum, Nils. Yeah, yeah, hi, hi. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, I'm doing well. You're, Can uh... hear you very well. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you're a little bit blurry, but that's okay. Oh, okay. Maybe the camera is. Uh, ah, it's the lighting, but that's, that, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. How is life, my man? Yeah, great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, uh, 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 quant. How do you say that in the context of quant? It's a, uh, it's a bit uh, dragging on, you know. Price, if you look at the price and 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 everything, but uh, yeah, still, and and that's with every dip or every well, except the dip become because then everyone gets depressed and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, the, the fundamentals are still uh, are still valid. That's also what I'm saying in the in the groups. Uh, the, the fundamentals got invalidated ten times already. They only yeah. got better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and so. So, so that's one thing to keep in mind. And, and apart from that, I mean, work and, and private life keeps me busy anyway. So I, I don't have time or, or the energy to, to worry a lot about stuff like this because I'm pretty confident that in the end, uh, an investment in Quan is a good investment. So confident. from the whole perspective that from like the, the fact that you're putting money into something, that, that, that's no problem. Uh, but uh, it's, it's also very interesting to see how the, how the technology develops and, and what partnerships Quant has well, we assume they have them, but also what is in the open uh, that they confirmed having them. So, for instance, leg chain, but also other stuff. Uh, and that's pretty interesting to uh, to be, well, not being a part of in the sense that I'm, I'm part of that ecosystem, but more being part of in the sense of be, of having a community which is interested in this, uh, in everything that's going on with Quant. So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's still valid, basically. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good to have you here. We just uh, concluded bashing Mr. Uh, Bryce Scanlon. I don't know if you noticed, there was a YouTube video where he was, um, he, he had some quote unquote concerns, got a little bit heated. I uh, sent him a comment yesterday. Yeah, wasn't that the the the, the YouTube video with regards to tokenomics and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it always yeah. seems to be about the tokenomics in those videos. It's very interesting, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, a lack yeah. of reading comprehension usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. tokenomics. But uh, but I, I, like I said, yeah. I, I I handed an olive branch yesterday evening uh, on both Twitter and on his uh, YouTube, and his comment section is full of scammers but he deleted my comment reaching out to him. So my intention was to have a very kind um, review of his video. And then I noticed that he deleted my comment and then I was butthurt. And now we made a rant video. So okay. I'm, a little, okay. I'm, I'm yeah. a little bit heated still, but it's going to be yeah. properly entertaining, I suppose. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, be welcome. We're here. Because, sorry, Tim. No, be welcome. And, and for your context, yeah. we're... At this point, we're like one hour and 20 minutes into the podcast. Okay, we addressed okay. some things. We, we, we talked about lecturing, the, the announcements uh, that came a couple of days ago, the marketing, the thing in the Sunday Times. And then, uh, well, we went into the, uh, the Brian Scanlon video and talked about it for like 40 minutes, addressing all kinds of uh, aspects of Overledger, how it works. And just straight out uh, debunked some of the nonsense he was putting out. And Tim and I. And had now some, we have you here. 
Yeah, we had some speculation because we had we had some articles. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you because I want to know your opinion as well. Um, I asked Nils, by the way. Um, Nils is a little bit like our our, our resident tech. What what's that term? Yeah, yeah, our, 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 our resident tech, tech expert. Yeah, he never joins an English video. I think. No, 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 no. I was first, I know. No. The first one, which was like the, the part regarding the ODAP and BGP. Uh, ODAP is now migrated to SET, by the way, but that's another discussion for another time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that was the only time I, I participated uh, in a in Dutch one, n- not in the English one. So uh, and, and you, did, and you did also, um, well, uh, appear on the show with uh, together with Boss, you know, yeah. with the King's Day episode. Or was that the... Uh, that was the Dutch episode. That ah, was the okay. only one I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So um Be welcome, uh, Nils. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Great to be there, here. There, welcome there, to there, the asylum. There were some articles. One was this one by Rebecca Hackworth on the twenty seventh of June. I just want to share the speculation. I find this a really interesting uh, discovery. And they talked about this. And, and and what you see here is what I identified. Did you see the Dutch episode? um the, the last one or yeah. i'm halfway there because yeah. uh yeah yeah, yeah I, obviously, I to... obviously yeah it's uh, oh, nearly two hours but but this is interesting and i kind of identified that this being tier four uh of the the qrc 20 yeah and we were like yeah it could be tier four qrc 20 then we went to this article in the sunday times in the sunday times and that yeah, was yeah. dated June 26th. Okay. Same week. And there they also talked about something that pertained to this update. I can't remember what exactly. I'm not going to skim through this. Um, but that was also interesting. And then we got the. What's our third thing? I thought that was a third thing, Tim. Or am um, I making things up now? Well, the, the fact that uh, QRC mainnet. Oh, yeah. Now live, and that is yes. exactly where Niels is joining us yeah. for right now. And that's the there... today. So there were two articles. Yeah. And they both, under the hood, pertained to this update. So they were actually, in my opinion, leading up to this. One from Sunday, one from Tuesday, and now we got the update. Release 2 to 9 introduces the better version of Overledger, Tokenize our new premium API and tokenization product and provides connectivity with XTC mainnet and Bitcoin version 23. Read more at buff, blah, 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 blah. Um, logistics out of the way. Mm-hmm. Nils, I, I, I sent you the, the, the release notes for this. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you have any um, precursor remarks before I'm going to run through this? Is there something that we should already... Well, I mean, I've looked into it, and, and starting from uh, from the like the last part of the of the release notes, which basically describes some some API upgrades um, towards Bitcoin and other networks, I think, um, and and that's more um, like under the hood. Uh, if you want to, because what that basically does is it. Uh, it tells you that if you want to use a specific feature of a certain blockchain via the Overledger software, you have to uh, uh, use this specific API command to get that feature from you. That's basically what it says. Was that was that uh, this? Yeah, with that's the, this with, part. Basically, with the, with the post HTTPS. 
Ja. API.sandbox.overledger.io slash v2 slash preparation slash transaction. Ja, ja, ja. Ja, ja. En so that's also the disclaimer, uh, which is important to note, is that I'm not a software engineer. Um, I'm more of, a, of an infrastructure architect uh, by trade. Uh, well, actually a network architect, which is one layer deeper, but uh, I, I know what's happening here and what they want to achieve with this. Um, so basically, these are updates uh, uh, to to make sure that that Overledger um, is supporting the, the underlying blockchains, which is want to connect basically. And an API is nothing more than uh, well, it's it's a lot, but it's it's a way to to basically publish certain capabilities from a certain software. So, for instance, if a new Bitcoin version uh, has uh, some stuff in there. Uh, which you want to use via Overledger, you can use this API, this API call to make that to make that work. That's that's ah, basically what it says. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so uh, and it, it only means that that the Overledger product is evolving, um, and, and and that's the thing, of course, with Overledger is that it's it must be able to uh, to connect to all the blockchain. Well, not all blockchains, but the blockchains which it supports. Uh, so basically, uh, uh, like the, the top 20 blockchains, like Polkadot and all the other blockchains. But it also needs to make sure that the APIs it uses for that uh, are um, are supported within Overledger. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's an important aspect, which is part of the Overledger updates we see uh, once in a while, um, which basically deals with this kind of stuff. So do a post or a get or whatever uh, in this part. Yeah, that's also what what you see at the bottom here: improvements, no customer facing changes. And this is what you talked about earlier, the known issues. The tokenized APIs described below do not support addresses with suffix XDC. Please yep. assure to use 0x for an address as, for example, 0x, a lot of numbers. Yep. Um, and then you get a bunch of examples like tokenized APIs, item, hashtag one, create a QRC20 payment. And then you get the posts or the commands for both sandbox production. Yeah. Um, with the documentation. Yes. Yeah, so, so basically, this you you can say this release notes has has a part which is basically maintenance of the current blockchain which is connects, and then the first part is actually a new feature which is of course interesting because that's the whole QRC uh, stuff going on, and that's mm -hmm. the link. And I do see that link uh, towards uh, the documents. Uh, so, so the Sunday Times article and the other article which uh, you posted, hmm. uh, which basically says, "Hey guys, we have a a, a new mainnet." infrastructure in place which you can use to to tokenize all kinds of transactions and um and and that's that's this product and overlaser tokenize is a new new term for me I, I haven't heard it anywhere but yeah i think it's just as new as it is for me as it is for you so uh yeah let's have a look yeah okay overlaser yeah. 2.2.9 this release introduces the better phase of overlaser tokenize Quant's platform to deploy QRC20, which are ERC20 compatible tokens onto Ethereum, Polygon, and XDC mainnets. Release 2.2.9 also supports XDC network mainnet, a hybrid network designed for enterprise use and connects the Bitcoin network to version 23. We will be extending tokenize later this year with new capabilities for QRC20 tokens and other token types. Overledger Tokenize mainnet launch. Tokenize provides users with the ability to deploy QRC20, which are ERC20 compatible tokens onto mainnets without the need to code. 
after tokens are deployed, tokenized APIs can be used in MDAPs to call various functions to support a wide range of use cases, from making blockchain-based payments to digitizing equities and loyalty schemes. I just opened a link and this leads to docs.overledger.io. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, this is basically the documentation you can use as a programmer uh, to to see which specific commands I need to include in my code to uh, actually do a transaction or well everything you want to do. So so this is basically the well the the, the how to file basically to uh, to make the transaction based on QRC twenty. More closed source, more centralized. Well, maybe, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it's basically a description of how to talk to the overledger network. Uh, I understand. Interesting. Uh, we're going to put we're going to return to that in a bit. Uh, if you want to um, let's see. Users can interact with tokenized through a new easy to use user interface called Quant Connect. to deploy and view their tokens. Note that the existing Overledger platform remains the user interface for registering MDAPs and generating client IDs. Current users of Overledger can log into Quant Connecting, sorry, can log into Quant Connect using their existing credentials with no need to create a new account. Okay, yeah, I just clicked on the link, tried opening it, and indeed I saw a login screen. Am I, yeah, okay. <laughs> I needed to check if I was on the Quanfi show or not on my own uh, account. That'd be uh, quite disastrous. Yeah, so, so you need a developer account to exit this. And um, Yes, yes, yes. On, on, on my own browser, I do have one, and I didn't want to log in with that explicitly. Okay. Um, so cold sweat broke out for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I sometimes mix my browser windows up um yeah. and uh, yeah that that'd be terrible um current users of overledger can log into quant connect using okay i read that sorry api support for xdc network mainnet xdc network is a hybrid network designed for enterprise use and known for its focus on security high transaction speeds and low carbon footprint it runs on a delegated proof of stake network and has low transaction fees all Ethereum-based functions in Overledger are available on XTC network mainnet, such as searching for a transaction, monitoring activity on an address, and smart contract invoke. Also, you can now submit a transaction with the XTC prefix on your address to Overledger. The location to supply in your API request to reach XTC network mainnet is, and this is code, and I'm going to skip that. Yeah, so, so basically that's a new addition. Um, so so that's, that's a new blockchain you can use uh, with, uh, with Overledger. Are, are, are you read in or, or, or aware of, 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 of Xinfin XTC or any? No, 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 no. I haven't had the time to, uh, to do some research in that. So, yeah, uh, no, I, uh, I understand. Let's see. We're, we are now on the xinfin.org website. Dedicated proof of stake, hybrid. Re hybrid relay bridges, instant block finality and interoperability with ISO 222 messaging standards, making Synfin's hybrid architecture developer friendly. 
Okay. Well, apparently they're doing something right because quant is not ad adding ow, any blockchain to their infrastructure. Um, and what you see also here on the Xinfin website is an XD, sorry, proof of stake hybrid network powered by XTC protocol. You see a graph here, um, third generation, it produces 2000 transactions per second. The average fee is one, two, three, four, five. Uh, so that's one ten thousandth, one hundred thousand, one ten thousandth of a US dollar cent for a transaction. Confirmation within two seconds. Uh, smart contract support, yes. Eat your heart out, polka dot. And uh, <laughs> energy consumption is also like six digits behind, six, six decimal, but it's in terawatt hours. So that's terawatt, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, that's how you get that many decimals. <laughs> Um, and they compare it to Bitcoin and to Ethereum. Um, yeah, it's pretty astounding. Um, is the terawatts? No. I mean, why would they otherwise put a T in there? That's a TV, yeah. Fat fingers. What? It's, it's, it's T W H. H, right? Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Always fat fingers. Terawatt yeah, hour. ter terawatt hours. So one terawatt hour. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. I, I, yeah one trillion I, I, watts yeah. per hour. So, so one. This is this is this is crazy. If this is true. Then one... what's our battery? Okay, continue, Jarno. No, no, no. Then one Bitcoin transaction for oh, this first generation, second generation, because 70 terawatt hours, that would be 70 trillion watts an hour for, for one transaction. That's that's ridiculous. That's Nils, I'm breaking yeah. my brain on this. Does this mean anything to you? Is this well, it means I mean it says something about the energy energy consumption about a yeah. Bitcoin transaction and yeah. um I mean, that's that's the whole discussion. Is 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 crypto and Bitcoin specifically? Is it is it uh, is it a problem for stuff like climate change or energy energy consumption? Well, based on this figures, it certainly is. I mean, all that energy needs to produce to be produced somewhere, and I assume it's not only solar panels and wind uh, uh, wind yeah. generators doing this. So, I mean, that's that's the thing, of course. Now. Um, and and there's uh, in the crypto world a lot of discussion. Is it valid to say okay, Bitcoin is energy intensive, so it's a, it's a risk stuff like mm -hmm. that? But if you look at the data, basically these stats, it it's probably is in some way, uh, assuming that the energy is also being produced by um, by fossil means, I guess. But but, but, that, but, that's but a, still, yeah. looking at a tera watt that was like with with twelve decimals or something like that. Yeah. If you then it is still seven and a half thousand watts. Nah, that's not that much. That's like three vacuum cleaners per hour, continuously running. Yeah. Or 
maybe more um yeah uh, yeah it's go we uh, <laughs> skip the energy part guys <laughs> no I, th I think it's interesting I, th I think it's fascinating i think it's a enormous yeah, the, amount the, of energy that's the being problem used. is it, i mean you have you have uh, uh lies more lies and statistics basically and, and this is of course how, yeah, how yeah, you yeah. twist figures and, and numbers uh, yeah, in yeah, a way yeah, that yeah. it's that yeah. it's that it's uh, uh, positive for your own product in this case the, the, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm getting, I mean, the whole principle of Bitcoin is that you have to validate a transaction by, um, by multiple miners, uh, basically. I mean, that's the whole principle and it's also a principle yeah. of proof of work pro uh, uh, protocols. Um, mm. and, and that implicitly has a certain energy consumption uh, associated with that. But more interestingly, of course, is the transaction per second, which is compared to Ethereum, but also compared to XTC, it's, it's much slower. Mm -hmm. Which again proves the point, in my opinion, that uh, the classic Bitcoin, I'm not talking about Bitcoin Cash because they will say it's faster, is, is not a means of, of money. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a store of value, whatever that may be. But okay, that's a different discussion. Um, but if you, I mean, it's, it's, for, it's not realistic to, to consider uh, a product like Bitcoin to do a transaction between two, between two people. Um, And of course, you have two pairs doing a transaction, uh, which means that uh, there's no intermediary, which is the whole, you know, unique selling point of Bitcoin. But who will use that? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Great. But it's a, again, that's a different discussion. Um, yeah. It is. And, and, and actually, it turns out I was muted earlier this episode and actually said, I don't care about XTC. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't care about it. I don't really care. Well, I think the, the, the only I'm going to be completely is... honest with you guys. I don't care about you, XTC you under, or whatever. You underestimate the significance. Perhaps, but I don't care. It's just another network. And uh, we need all the networks. And uh, what, 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 what are you thinking, Nils? Well, Because... I think the, the interesting part is, is that, it's, that it's ISO uh, uh, compliant with the, the ISO 2022 uh, uh, mm -hmm. um, um, ISO norm, or basically... Um, which of course is also what Quant uh, is, or QRC20 is also compliant. So that, that basically means that the message format it uses is ISO compliant, which makes it easier for programmers to say, okay, I know this ISO format. So that means I can program my software according to certain constraints and, and rules and regulations and norms. Mm -hmm. um, and th that helps because it means your product is being adapted more and in more ecosystems, blah, blah. blah. But again, if you look at the, the whole use case for this token or product. Um, yeah, well, I haven't looked into it, so I'm, I'm a bit hesitant to, to, to make a statement about it because I don't know all detail, but um, it, it is ISO compliant in a sense, so that's, that's somewhat interesting, I guess. But um, I can't really tell how it compares to Quant, if it compares at all, because I think Quant is, is using a it's different... It's not the same, it's a blockchain, so, it's, so, yeah. so, so yeah. it ends there. But... But quant will not be potentially as successful as, as it can be if there are no blockchains attached. I mean, obviously, definitely. I'm, I'm not saying um, or ledgers in that case. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Oh, yeah. But I do think looking at the XTC and if you compare it, for instance, with the transaction speed and a smart contract capability, um, mm -hmm. I mean, XRP has transaction speed. Do do they have the smart contract capability? I know, what was that Polygon with downtime or whatever network was that? Solana. Uh, Solana. Oh, Solana, yeah. yeah. So there's, yeah, 
but it's really nice. No, I mean, it, it's a great thing. <laughs> they, they, they keep adding those networks, right? I mean, it, it, it's not bad. I'm just not personally interested in XTC. That's the thing. Uh, and the thing, of course, is that a technology can be so good, but if it's not supported, if it's not maintained, if it's not performant under pressure, um, if, you, if you want to do a big under use pressure. case, for, for, yeah, yeah, of course, sure. yeah, for a bank or something, um, it's not interesting. Um, I mean, uh, the whole principle, yeah, it's, it's not, uh, that's one of the things people say about quant. It's not, it's not decentralized. And I think, yeah, well, a lot of customers, they don't want a decentralized stuff. They want a central choke, uh, a, a throw to choke, basically, when something goes wrong. Um, I mean, and, and it's a whole different ballgame. Uh, again, that's the, you have the crypto world and you have like the, the upper yeah. world, basically. The real world. The real world, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but real stuff going on, uh, real transactions and um uh, and and that's the space where quant lives in basically. But but again, I mean they have connectors to all those blockchains, and um, that's of course interesting when Overledger um, really uh, takes off, and you can see transactions in a dashboard or whatever, is to see how many transactions go to those blockchains. Um, and yeah, what 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 I I'm wondering now. You say that even let's say we do not, let's say we do not get a dashboard for the next upcoming year. But XDC potentially does have a dashboard. Will it be possible to see overledger transactions on the XDC blockchain? Will those be identifiable? Same with, 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 with Ethereum or Polkadot, whatever uh, we already have connected. Those public blockchains and ledgers. I, 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 guess, I guess it should be possible uh, if, if you... Uh, basically tag each transaction with a certain ID and that you can search for that ID. You can also put it in a dashboard. I mean, if it's data, which is uh, recognizable as being an XTC or overlay an XC transaction going over overlay, you probably could. Um, Interesting. So yeah. If, so yeah. If, so if we do not get an, a dashboard for transactional overledger, we could technically look for indicators of overledger use in XTC stuff going on. So we could then technically see if there is usage or traffic. I guess so. I guess so. But but I'm 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 thinking about how that, that specifically should work in the sense that um, if you for instance look at either scan and you can follow transactions, you can basically see okay uh, a certain transaction goes from this wallet, from wallet A to wallet B, and mm-hmm. oh, you can. Uh, that's the whole stuff which we're doing now with the Coinbase wallets, of course. Uh, is looking. Yeah. Uh, can we find Waldo? Uh, can we find where it's all coming from? Um, uh, but just thinking out loud now, and and this is interesting is is can you basically do a sort of a packet trace the same way as you do, can do on the internet if you do mm-hmm. like a trace route from you to, to Google, uh, which hops does it traverse? Can you also do sort of a of a of an overledger packet trace where you can see okay I now have an Ethereum transaction and I'm going to trace that packet and go and see if it goes to a, a normal bank ledger for instance via the Swift network just to just to make a comparison of a transaction via a blockchain to a normal ledger. Yeah. Um, no. I, I don't know if that's possible. It might be. Um, that, that's an interesting question uh, because then you can really uh, have, have have a sort of an insight in. Not only what the network does in the sense of transaction per second, which is interesting in itself, but also see 
uh, where the transactions are going to, to. And I think one of the things that always Quant is saying is that the transactions are not, um, they're anonymous in the sense that we, mm-hmm. we don't see a transaction from the ABN Emerald, for instance, to, to Coinbase or something, just another example. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do see there is a transaction. Um, mm-hmm. So but, but what you can do is go in between. So you can say which actual, actual endpoints are involved, but you could uh, 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 identify which ledgers or blockchains are used. So basically you, you can see that it's Ethereum versus like a normal ledger or a bank ledger based on, on Hyperledger mm. or Corda or whatever. Uh, but you can see it's from this specific bank to this specific yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, obviously. It's interesting. Okay. So and, that's and, the gauntlet. Yeah, well, and, and then the next question is, of course, uh, are we as simple crypto schnitzels able to, to see that? Uh, or is that based, uh, is the dashboard only useful for those customers of Quant who actually use that transaction? I think it's the latter. And we as simple consumers are left in the dark. And we, well, of course, we hope that we, because the, the price of the token rises, we see there's something happening. Uh, and hopefully that's, that's decoupled from other chains. Well, that's again, another discussion, but yeah. then we can see that something is in use, uh, but the actual metadata or the actual inside information, what's going on is, is I doubt that we will able to see it. Um, Interesting. Uh, or, or else we should all work for a bank and, and, and get into it. That's, that's of course the other but, option. But, but hereby I, I throw down the gauntlet, any developers or, 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 now um aficionados that want to try and identify some of these things maybe uh look for a way through the connected networks um and blockchains on mainnet um, and, and maybe you can find some some overledger traffic that we have to go by yeah um, yeah l- l- let us know if yeah tim no, no, let us know indeed. Yeah. And it, it perfectly ties into what we did in the last Dutch episode where we actually went to the uh, dashboard of Lechain. And um, we know uh, Lechain is all part of the Overledger network. And Lechain oh. does have a dash- dashboard where we can uh, at least see their testnet transactions. I'm not sure if it's yeah. mainnet. And, oh, and, 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 it, it, it is a really interesting premise to, to find out that that's possible. At the same time, you have to realize it's the same as asking someone who works for an internet service provider uh, what traffic is going from uh, a, a specific user, a group of user, or, or a city, or a, a neighborhood towards a certain website. Uh, th- th- you can look at the traffic, but it's it's confidential. It's, it's yeah, yeah, part yeah. Of, obviously. You can obviously. share that, but you can say... Right now, we know nothing. Yeah, that, that's true, yeah. So it would be really interesting if somebody can do that. Um, you don't have to come on the show if you don't want to, but it would be really interesting if you can find any information or data uh, pertaining to Overledger or, or, or MDEP use or whatever. And um, yeah, l- let us know. And uh, you can uh, find me in my DMs on Telegram or uh, any, any of the groups, Dutch group, whatever group, just uh, look for Jarno, tag me. I'm active yeah. everywhere. And uh, same goes uh, for Tim. Otherwise, Twitter, Comfy Show. Yes. YouTube. About 2.29, that tokenized service. Yeah. That is still really, really interesting. Yeah, it is. Do people already have access to Do that service? People? Because um, I clicked on it, and um, it's literally a website where you can log in and just engage okay. with Overledger in a s- simple manner, right? 
okay, I can, I can, I can try while I'm here. You guys need to do some talking. I can try <laughs> with my developer thing to uh, to log in. I can play elevator music. No, nah, yeah. just do. Some <laughs> there work. were some shenanigans uh, earlier this. Maybe episode. you can do the Macarena, you guys. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'll pass. Well, oh, okay. what interestingly is, is I think uh, you probably will be with the podcast, but there was a message in the NLB group uh, that uh, there was a statement from the Federal Reserve which says mm-hmm. that there will delay the ISO 2000 or 20,000 cut over by two years. I did. Um, I saw it. Yeah. Oh, so. the ISO implementation. Yeah, yeah. that's old, yeah. old news. Oh, it's old news. Okay. Okay. That, that was there like a month ago already, I think. Okay. Or, or at least the rumor, because it, it, it didn't struck me as. <gasps> so it again proves that that you know timelines are never fixed, especially when it comes to governments and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, they, uh, those timelines tend to uh, to be extended, uh, not not in days, but in months or years. So yeah, whatever. What 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 did you click on to get to the the login screen, uh, Tim? I think uh, it was in the release notes, and then Quant Connect. When you, yeah, what like that? Quant Connect. No, I have to Ooh. click on the tokenized APIs, I guess. Or oh no, that's yeah. Well, it's it's it... Hold on. Hold on. yeah. Keep Yeah, well, it's somewhere out there. <laughs> Let me have a look. I I I found it. I'm I'm looking to what extent I'll be doxed if I share this screen. Oh, please don't dox yourself. Yeah. Interesting. The amount of concentration on the show. It's a rare, rare footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, the, but I think the, I mean the 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 tokenized platform is is just the first implementation uh, of 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 QRC twenty. I think that that that's my. Um, my um, my uh, conclusion is that QRC20 was introduced, um, but basically was a, a sort of a of a white paper or a, or a theoretical piece which explains how the token works, etc. And I think tokenize is the first actual implementation to to create uh, those tokens. Um, and maybe in the same way, and 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 pardon the comparison with how Binance has a bar, Binance uh, smart chain where you can create all kinds of tokens with um, esoteric Definitely. names yeah i think yeah. okay but this is for for really serious people i guess so uh, that's uh... Okay. at the at the risk of uh needing to edit the video tonight here we go okay so this is um where, where i get um after i've logged in when i go to product overview um I'm, I'm, I'm getting the, the tokenize word, create secure digital tokens without writing a single line of code. Functionality, it's blockchain agnostic. One smart contract can be deployed across multiple chains. No code required. Configure and create your own token using Quant Connect. No coding required. Standardize REST APIs. Expose all the smart contract functionality for managing the newly deployed tokens as a simple REST slash JSON API. Low cost. Use the API interface to build applications using existing in-house development teams. No need for expensive consultants. 
and feature-rich smart contracts. A variety of features and functions is built in at each contract level. Multiple token types available. Okay, um, let's see what we have here. Fungible tokens used to represent multiple individual but replaceable units such as currency, shares, or fractionalized assets like precious metals. Simple fungible tier one. The simplest set of functions available across our suite of configurable tokens. With this tier, you create or quote unquote mint all of your tokens at the point of smart contract launch and can then send, receive, request, debit, and approve a request from your wallet. This tier was designed as a basic payment solution where a finite amount of tokens is created. Once deployed, tokens can be distributed to users' wallets and then be used as a payment or redeemed for goods and services. Suggested use cases, finite supply, gift vouchers, loyalty points, equities, voting, digital currency modeling. We recommend tier two for use in live. Okay. So standard fungible tier two is a more advanced suite of functions is made available at this tier building on those available in tier one. Standard fungible tier two has the ability to permit a nominated wallet to mint create additional volumes of tokens after the initial launch, infinite supply, and burn as needed as part of your use case. In addition, secondary account owner can be nominated for each wallet holding these tokens, creating the equivalent of a joint account where another user's wallet can send and authorize requests, debits, on behalf of the person holding the tokens. Secondary account owners can also be removed from a user's wallet at any time. The suggested use cases for an infinite supply are digital currency, clearing and settlement solutions, business or joint accounts, and multi-user payment flows from person to, mer to merchant, for instance. For fungible assets, example given, precious metals, tokenization, gift vouchers, loyalty points, and equities. Um, what I, um, no, Mr. I, I can address it now. There are some benefits on the right column. Uh, they're secure, Diplo smart contracts that are verified and secure, which is uh, very rare in the crypto space. Easy, create digital tokens without the need for specialist DLT expertise. Fast, get to market faster and at lower cost. Flexible, deploy the same token across multiple blockchains with ease. Features. Token creation takes less than a minute. Highly secure smart contract code base, multiple feature combinations available, multiple use cases supported. There are a few prerequisites. One is MetaMask. This is needed to be able to deploy the new token. Currency, networks charge a fee for deploying tokens. Sadly, we do not control this. The amount of currency you will need will change depending on the blockchain you use. And completed identity verification if wishing to deploy into a production environment or main net. <sighs> okay, so, 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 so this is cool. Is there anything, Tim or Nils, you guys want to shout on this? Uh, there's chat. Do you want me to open? No, it, no, no I'm, I'm fine. I'm no, fine. It's yeah, just it's, uh, uh, some logistics behind the screen. <laughs> it's fine. We're okay. gossiping about you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I mean, it's really cool. I've never really looked behind the scenes of of actually having seen a production environment of, of, of once. I'm always rambling about their leads and I never engage with their actual products. 
but it looks so clean. It looks so nice and, and easy. Um, I mean, <laughs> this is easy to use, yeah. right? Yeah, I, it I makes think it's really is. complex I'm, stuff. I'm gonna stop sharing for a bit because I haven't tried clicking on the plus. I'm gonna try that. Sure. And uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to see if maybe some of my uh, keys or stake or whatever was being was being shared. So when I clicked on the plus, I got this. Um, so introduction, download MetaMask. I need to click. Um, I have read, understood, and agreed. Gotta do that here and see what what happens then. And let me know when you pause. Select blockchain. Test, test, test. Eat main polygon main polygon Mumbai. Okay, uh, let's go. Let's go for polygon. Select type of token. Here is C20. 18k a year. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so a tier one QRC20 token in what? in Great British Pounds. Create credit, approve debit, and create debit Ooh. is 10k UK pounds a year. And I think that is excluding VAT. And tier two, mint tokens, burn tokens, add account, and see fun full functionality list. Um, well, there's probably more, but that will cost you 18k a year. And it is inclusive of fat. Yeah, what is of course interesting is that uh, if you, if you pay this, is that is this the 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 actual uh, pay in fiat quant buys quant tokens to uh, uh, to make use of this? Or I think so. Yeah, th th that's my conclusion, I guess. So yeah, um, because if that's you... interesting. Huh? Say again. Well, I mean, the the, the 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 fee you have to pay here, for instance, the 18k per year you have to pay for tier two uh, functionality. Mm -hmm. uh, you pay that to Quant is again that the whole principle is that they're buying 18k of Quant tokens to secure. Uh, those transactions over the Overledger network for that specific URC20 token. Possibly. Possibly. Because th th that's the, uh, again, that's that's very, uh, th that's of course the, the elephant in the room, basically. I mean, QRC20 is all nice. And of course, I see the benefits um, from a point of view that you're using a, a mature platform to do this for any use case you may have. But uh, for us, or for yeah, for us, it's it's interesting to see uh, how how that that cost in fiat is being um, being arranged. So, uh, is that what actually happens? Well, I think this is a prime example of buying in fiat and getting a service in return. Yeah, that's that's what my conclusion is, is also. Uh, uh, in the same vein, that, that <laughs> if if you have uh, uh, as a customer a, 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 a ledger or whatever, and you want to use the Overledger network, not for QRC20 tokens, but for your own transactions uh, from your ledger towards a blockchain or another ledger or whatever, that you also pay a license fee 
uh, in fiat, which is being uh, uh, converted to, to quant tokens. And those tokens are used for securing those, that transaction, which runs on your gateway. But m- maybe I'm, I'm uh, taking but the, the only thing, turns. The only way to find out, does someone have a 20k to YOLO? <laughs> oh, you can you can you can throw hey, it on. I mean, there are some wills listening. Dude, I mean, twenty. Look, look at the screen. Yeah, you're you're overthinking. You can just go to a, a testnet, Polygon, whatever. It's just free if you want to throw it on testnet. You can do whatever you want. But this is really cool. Um, l- 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 let me click this back, back, back. This is this is a scoop, guys. Nobody has done it before. Uh, no, so, but, but not that's, live on the show. Something, uh, um, and that's where where my knowledge of of uh, uh, the, the whole developer part of Quant uh, is is lacking in this sense. Is that we? Well, it's an interesting question to find out if you are paying nine k or eighteen k to have a mainnet uh, QRC twenty token uh, or conversion. Is that actually being paid for in Quant tokens? Um, but yeah. Maybe something to address in Council. I don't know if there's uh, some really uh, hardcore developers present there. I don't know. There must be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So I clicked on the manage token thingy, and then I'm going to get this. I'm not going to go through this. Go, go to the YouTube video. Leave us a like. Leave us a subscribe and all those beautiful things. Leave us a comment. Ask us a question. Send us a sloppy kiss. No, um, but but re- re- read this for yourself, um, please. Uh, let's see. Stop share over Ledger platform. Okay, that's my dashboard. Good thing I stopped sharing the screen. <laughs> that would have been bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, th- th- that is what we can access. What I can access for now. Yeah. Um, which is not nothing. No. And and and, and let's let's get back a bit because while this is obviously really interesting stuff, we will be trying out behind the scenes. Um, because Jarno is afraid, obviously afraid of doxing. Uh, that's completely understandable. But eighteen k for tier two. Tier two for 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 a tier crypto two. schnitzel yeah. wanting to create a token. It's a tear. It's not a tire. Sorry, I'm tired. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, 18k. So that yeah. means that it will. The other one was 9k. Yeah, that's for the most basic. Simply, I want to pay somebody tokens. So if we complete that one account, it will double. If you so want, you you will pay probably in 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 tier four. You will probably pay more than 50k to do that. Yeah, and if if or assumption is correct and that goes through the treasury the treasury needs to go and buy 50k worth of QNT to simply give a user access to tier 4 functionality of QRC20 well, and that, that is a simple created token functionality can you imagine how much money is going to be spent by companies needing a license for Overledger Imagine how many companies this is want this to is... do Ooh. all their in-house finances with a token simply because it is quicker and cheaper than using fiat, especially across borders. 
so let, let's say you work for, for Tata and, and you want to send money from the Netherlands an account to, to a Chinese Tata account or whatever. It's going to take a fuck ton of time, going to cost a fuck ton of money. But if you can do it with a tokenized QRC20, you can choose any network you want. Let's say you use XDC, you have it in two seconds and it will cost you zero relative zero. No. Then that then you'll just earn 18k for for a couple of hundred million transaction. You earn 18k in one transaction. Yeah. And they and they are cost neutral. Yeah. And you have it instantly. You don't have to wait five days, working days, mind you, for it to be there. Yeah, this is really, really exciting stuff. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think? Uh, but hey, let's, hey, let's, uh, the the, the uh, leg chain you hate talking about, what do you think? The leg chain. Every country, every company there, yeah, every... Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud. We have to falsify everything uh, we're, we're now assuming. So basically, um, uh, it's, 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 it sounds like it is indeed one of the use cases in which fiat is converted to quant to have a function on the overlay network. Also assuming that the QRC20 tokens um, makes use of the overlay network to uh, basically bridge those tokens to other networks, which is what? an overlay function in essence. Um, I, I, I can see the reasons why it should be a separate chain or something or that that the fee Even, you pay yeah that, that the fee you pay isn't used for uh for buying quant tokens because the quant token is 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 so uh essential for the working of the overledger network mm. uh that that it's it's hard to to think it's it, it doesn't have a role in in the whole qrc20 uh stuff but m- maybe qrc20 yeah. doesn't work without overledger no. Even, even if it's on, even if it's on XDC, then it still needs to be an MDAP. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's it, this tokenized thing is does does not work without the Q and T token, ironically, unironically. No. Logically. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There's 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 no doubt. So, so again, it's very interesting to, to see how how the, how this all is being adapted the coming weeks, months. Because I don't think uh, a lot of companies will implement this in dates, or maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, but it's very interesting to see how this all works out again. And uh, Ethereum yeah. mainnet has been there for a while, and um, I, I can imagine that since they essentially skipped testnet for us, mind you. Uh, for tier three and four that they have been um, wrestling with that behind the scenes and they will most likely have used some of their most trusted clients maybe SIA because they have their own SIA net or or, or others to to dry run maybe this is obviously speculation ladies and gentlemen but but they have they have been testing this and they have been testing this in the real world for sure yeah yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. But this whatever is, is behind it, it is really promising, and this yeah. is one of the first instances that I can uh, remember, at least from my active memory, um, uh, that we actually see uh, a overledger functionality 
being uh, charged a price. And that price is, it's not like 600. No, it's 18K. No, no, no. I, I do not think that somebody in this basement is just simply going to create uh, another cum rocket QRC20 for shits and giggles in the hope that it gets some traction. No. Well, of course, of be. course. But it, 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 even the cheapest form is 9K. Yeah, nine thousand. And I imagine that there's people thinking that um, the Federal Reserve will pay a license fee of a hundred pounds. People thought that. Now, but the license fee is only a hundred pounds. How will they ever lock up Q and T tokens? This is people, for serious business, guys. People are fucking idiots. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting for sure, and we will follow this up as the story continues. And that brings me to the final point of the episode, I guess. Hmm. Um, and that is I did actually reboot Instagram and I did reboot <laughs> questions and the questions are here again uh, we're just going to keep it brief um, because well uh, I did reboot the questions and uh, well the quality is uh, present let's, uh, let's put it that way this is lovely the title of the video the fee is going to be over 9000 <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, some questions. Okay, so what happens first, guys? Uh, $10 or $100? Oh. Let's put a bat. <laughs> yes. What, 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 I think what, what, what? $100 is more realistic than $10. What, what are we what talking about? What happens first? What, what are you talking about? What, what happens first? $10 <laughs> quant or $100 quant? Get the fuck out of here. Okay. 100 of course, at least. If, if we're going to go to 10 no. No. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we kind of addressed this. How does Heidi Murphy say that? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Greg, uh, is, uh, Greg has a question, and it reads, how important is the Overledger 2.29 update? Well, pretty important, Greg, as we just uh, showed you. Um, <laughs> we do have more mainnet functionality, and it comes with a huge cost if you want to use it. Which implies that the treasury needs to do some work. Or you need to buy some Q&T and, and feed it to the system. Feed it mm. to the machine. How I, come... Huh? I missed the question. I was distracted. What, what was the question? Greg, Greg has a question, right? Yeah. How important is the Overledger 2.29 update? Yeah, it's fucking enormous. Just the tokenized feature alone is just... Brings, brings a whole new level to, to speculation. It brings a whole new insight into how everything will work. I mean, we, we, we suspected that the gateways would, would become a little bit easier. But we have just seen how three freaking monkeys, or at least this monkey, can simply create a token. Yeah. You can just pick and choose, mix and match, and just go with it. You just paste in an address, and it will be created for you. And then you it's can just... It's literally a drop-down menu. You, you could do it on your iPhone. You could literally <laughs> have an app. Do it on your iPhone or your Android or your... Uh, is Windows Phone still? Yes. You get it. And... You can do it on your smartphone. You, you, you could even do it on your Nokia, I guess, by sending them a and SMS if you, text if you message. compare XDC speed to Ethereum speed, because XDC mainnet is there, Ethereum yeah. mainnet was there, that's like a... a 1000k upgrade now what 100x faster let's not cut in your quick maths uh, another question how it's one, come... shut the fuck up it's 100x faster than ethereum 
XTC. Yeah. So yeah. that's huge. Yeah, yeah, it is. Continue. How come not many people talk about QNT? Are we that early? Yes, we are that early, right? Soon everybody will talk about it. Yeah, yeah. When the bull market uh, continues, and then but some price you, predictions. That's you look, not good, you yeah. look skeptical, uh, Nils. No, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not skeptical in the, in the sense that uh, not with regard to to the questions. Uh, huh. Um, because it's it's very interesting, especially the question about price. Are we going to reach ten or hundred? And then, <laughs> if it, uh, all speculation aside, but w- what you know about the holders of quant, they're very loyal holders. So, uh, uh, and uh, if you consider that price action is always uh, supply and demand, and um, I mean the, the the only thing if if that remains stable basically so there's not a lot of volume and price remains stable the only thing which can keep the price down is the whole connection with with bitcoin basically yeah so then you have to like calculate if that's possible at all what price level bitcoin should drop to to uh, basically get quant also in the realm of ten dollars uh, i don't know i haven't made that calculation if it's valid at all but i think bitcoin really has to go down very quick uh to do that so i think a hundred dollars is more realistic than than a 10 uh, but again i don't know any timelines it's it's very i mean this this is not uh, it's crypto so it, yeah the only thing you can say is that that macroeconomic and there's also a lot of liquidation going on with 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 ac and and, and other parties who seem to be interconnected to each other that will have an effect uh, but the question is, will that effect also reach quant? Because th- that's just a different ball game in a sense. That uh, apart from yeah. the connection with Bitcoin, so yeah, for sure. That's a bit of my skepticism in that sense. But it's not really skepticism. It's more sort of a humorous whisk to think. Yeah. Oh, there's the question again. You know, it's, uh, yeah. no one knows what's going on and uh, how everything will unfold. No, it's it's interesting, and maybe that's a bit of a, of a sidetrack. But I I I got a. Uh, a, a tip from someone he said you, you should listen to the satoshi podcast that's uh, some of the dutch guys do that that's uh, satoshi radio is the name uh yeah. and, and it's really all about bitcoin so so just and i'm not really into bitcoin but it's interesting because they also deal with some more general crypto and economic stuff and they say that a lot of bitcoin miners nowadays they have to sell some of their stash of their own bitcoin uh, to become uh, to stay liquid and to stay to stay uh, uh, profitable with regards to the whole mining operation. Yeah. Uh, so, so the market is too. not. Yeah, it's 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 not healthy at this moment, basically, uh, to be in this this kind of asset. Yeah, um, being a miner right now costs you money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. and you have to buy your basically your reserve to to stay profitable to to yeah. pay your energy bills and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and that's of course an interesting. Uh, thing uh, again, um, but it also boils down to the whole macroeconomic situation right now. Burn which... it, yeah. Burn it, yeah. Burch. Shortcut, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, thanks. Yeah, for that analysis. It is, but, but we're gonna have a rule. Every time when someone says Bitcoin, he needs to do ten <laughs> push-ups on screen. <laughs> yeah. And no, proper ones, god damn it. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm done. I think. Uh, oh, do you have more questions? No, I do not. There were some price predictions, as usual. 
Yeah, but let's summarize. <laughs> I mean, at the beginning of the show, or at least off camera, uh, I mean, on camera, but off, off the records, I um, kind of said, well, it's kind of boring. No, I actually said it in this show two hours uh, ago. Yeah. More than two hours ago. But everything is kind of boring. And then you said, no, it's not boring. There's a lot of stuff going on. And I uh, kind of uh, completely um, um, underestimated the, the impact that 2.29 has. And um, to add a bit of, well, probably wrong with this. but Brought it back because you said, let's look at tokenized. We almost didn't do that. So you saved that. Okay. I don't know. You're uh, redeemed for your initial FUD. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> still, it's 2.29. So would it go to a new number? I mean, yeah, as in 2. what will 2.3 be? Yeah. Or will it be 2.2? How does it work, Niels? Do, do you know? Uh, you're, it's you're it's er, every, every company uh, has its own, uh, uh, how do you say that? Uh, a version numbering system with regards to those kind of things. There might be some sort of standard. What you mostly see is that you have like major releases, minor releases, maintenance releases. Um, and of course, if you go from 1.x to 2.x, that's a major release upgrade. If you go from 2.2 uh, uh, to 2.3 or something, it's mostly uh, some major release, but not as big, which justify a, a big leap in version numbering. And then you have all kinds of incremental updates. Um, but again, the difference between a, a 2.2 for one company can mean it's a 2.2.3. alpha release, blah. Uh, for instance, okay. uh, a company like Cisco Systems, they also produce software for their routers and switches. And I know when I was still dabbling more in that realm, basically, um, they had like version of like 12.2 and then between dashes three and then maintenance release five, uh, so it's it's really dependent on the company, um, except for like the major releases, it does introduce some new features. So I guess, um, and of course the whole gateway discussion is interesting because gateways right now are, are in use, but not for consumers, but they are in use. So yeah, they're also, hosted by the company right now. Yeah, exactly. What, what does uh, does uh, the fact that gateways will be introduced to, cons- to cons- uh, consumers like us also uh, um, uh, basically mean a new version number. I don't know. Maybe um, that's, that's all. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if, if only we had the roadmap or if only we had some sort of insight in, but we don't. So it's all speculation up until this point. Uh, and that is oh. completely fair. And um, we do know the company is developing at lightning speed. And um, whatever their priorities are, they, 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 they do have them. And they might not align with our priorities, which is just making money and, and getting your millions. Uh, but it does align with the needs of their actual clients. So yeah, to that's, that's circle that back to... to uh, Somebody wrote, I think it was Bob or whatever his name is. Everybody's asking when gateways. And he wrote, but does anybody ever ask how the gateways feel? <laughs> someone sneezed yeah that's my that's the feeling of gateways (laughs) that's my wife in the background but how do the gateways feel we can want gateways gateways have feelings too they have a mother too that's how i was yeah and on that bombshell uh i want to thank you all for guests all our listeners or viewers no problem 
Oh, over good. I mean, Niels, thanks for joining. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, thanks. And then all the people supporting us, uh, be that graphically uh, or giving us input. Thanks, guys. But I, you, we, we can't really do the show. And, yeah. Love your we'll engagement. You. Um, there's an Ethereum address in case you feel like you have some Q&T you want to get rid of. And um, we appreciate you guys. We'll see yeah. you on, uh, on the next one. Stay comfy. Stay comfy. Cheers. See you next week. <laughs>